The hand of God seems to touch our lives right when we need it most, doesn't it? That's when we receive a miraculous healing, a rescue from certain disaster, or even a visit from an angel. These divine interventions cause us to pause our busy lives, look up to the sky, and just know, it's a God thing. If you have a story of divine intervention, we want to hear from you. Please give us a call and leave a voicemail recording at 844-504-3473. Or you can visit our website and send us an audio file by visiting www.agodthing.org. And now, here are your stories. Hi, my name is Laura, and I'm calling from Yuma, Arizona. Um, I am a humble servant of Christ, and today I have a story that I would like to share with the world. It's a story of how Christ works. It all began about 23 years ago, shortly after my family of four came to know the Lord. We had found a great church that was working hard to further the kingdom of Christ. It was a beautiful summer and we decided to go camping in the remote upper peninsula of Michigan with our travel trailer. My husband, Scott, myself, our two children, Elizabeth and Douglas, and our dog, Sarah. We packed everything up and set out for the big trip. It was about an eight hour journey. We spent our first night there without a hitch. Woke up and had made a pancake breakfast. My husband offered to do the dishes and said, why don't you go explore? The kids got on their bikes and I was walking with the dog, Sarah. We came upon a huge steep hill with two trails going down. Douglas, our son, contemplated which trail to go down knowing that it would be difficult. He chose and went down using his brakes the whole way down. Elizabeth was still at the top and Douglas chose what he thought would be the easiest for her. She started down, but kept picking up speed. Her estimated speed was about 30 miles an hour. She then tried to brake when she was going too fast, and it launched her head and face first at the bottom of what was actually a parking lot. Awful. She immediately had a seizure, and she stopped breathing. Douglas ran for his dad, and I was frantically screaming, someone call 911. Scott came running and started to turn her over as she, as we were going to start to do CPR when she spontaneously began to breathe again. She was unconscious, but was moaning and groaning. The ambulance came, and two paramedics jumped out of the vehicle. They were wearing cut-off shorts and t-shirts. My first thought was, what kind of a town is this? Lord, please help my daughter. I looked down at the girl paramedic. She was wearing a WWJD bracelet. That was my first answer to prayer. We rode to this rinky-dink hospital where they began to do x-rays and such. 
the ER doctor came out. He was also wearing a WWJD bracelet, and he said to me, we can't treat her here. We have to transfer her to a larger hospital. I rode with them. My husband had to follow behind, but they told him not to try to keep up. We got to the larger hospital where they began to do x-rays, CAT scans, MRIs. The result that she, was that she had a closed head injury. She had multiple fractures in her face. Her orbit was fractured also and her maxilla was fractured. She even had a fractured tooth. Her face was absolutely unrecognizable. At this point, my husband contacted our church for prayer as she was still unconscious. That night, as I was watching and praying for her in her hospital bed, I came to grips with the fact that I might lose her. I told God I would release her to him. I was emotionally spent as I contemplated life without her. The room was dark, but I swear I saw angels at the foot of her bed keeping watch over her. The next morning she came to she was very nauseated and in pain. Nevertheless, she was alive. She had no recollection of the previous day at all. The next day, our church family began to show up. I mean, at least eight of our friends and family came. It was an eight-hour trip, and they came to represent Christ. They even took the time off of work. They prayed and loved on us like Jesus did. The nurses and the doctors were awestruck that so many people came to pray and help from that distance. After about five days, Elizabeth got the okay to go home. She still struggled with nausea, but we had to figure out a way to get her home. Her neurosurgeon also was a pilot. He said, I can take her home, but there's not room for anyone else besides her and myself. Our friends had brought a motorhome and we decided it would be best if we laid her down in the motorhome. It was a rough eight hours, but she made it. And when we got home, people brought meals and such. It lasted for weeks. She slowly healed over the rest of the summer. Once school had started, she did struggle a bit to keep up, but she was able. She did it slowly and with a lot of help. Today, I will always be grateful to the family and friends that helped us that summer. They truly did represent Christ our Lord, and I will always owe them a debt of gratitude. You know, it really was a God thing. Thank you. Hi, this is Lee calling from Greenville, South Carolina. About 13 years ago, I lost my job. I was a pastor, and uh, I 
things didn't work out as I was heading to an, another hopeful position, and I was without work. I had five kids, one in college, two getting ready to go to college in the next year or two. My wife was the only worker, uh, so the houses, and that went south uh, to some real tough times. And I found myself in a period of about $90,000 in debt. And I was literally undone, not knowing what to do. I remember walking out one night and saying and praying, God, you promised to be a father to the fatherless. I need my father. About a week later, I was trying to salvage one house in another county uh, a few miles away when I got a call. I was sitting in a ditch, believe it or not. It was a hot day, and I had no air conditioning in the house. I went out and sat in this ditch where the shade tree was to drink some water phone rang. It was a call from New York City. An old friend of my mom's had passed away. And uh, like I say, we were at the end of ourselves, and uh, I just didn't know how we were going to make it. A lady called, a woman, I mean a man called, and said that this woman had passed away who had been an old friend of my mother's who I'd met on a few occasions, briefly. She had died and left me a check for $50,000. I was stunned. I couldn't believe it. First, I thought it was a joke. But after I got it confirmed, uh, I got out of that, I got up on that uh, ditch and I did a jig. Well, my wife and I took about 45000 paid off bills. The other five, we, we caught up with getting our cars fixed and a few other things. And uh, then I, uh, I, wanted to try to figure out how I could pay some hospital bills. I ran into a guy handing me a tape and Dave Ramsey and lo and behold he told me how to deal with this and I found out how I could get a settlement done, a $25,000 debt settlement for $5,000 which I used my two tax returns the next two years and got that taken care of. I was still $20,000 off and we learned quickly also from Dave Ramsey and others just we had three credit cards and slowly we chipped away until, lo and behold, seven years later, uh, we got out of debt. It took us 10 years to, to uh, uh, get our credit back. We have stellar credit. We own a home now. I'm pastoring a church. Kids have all gone through college except one. We still have one that we got to get through. And uh, we never claimed bankruptcy. And uh, God got us through that. And it's just been one of those God things where I saw him. It, uh, there were moments like in the ditch what was a God thing but I saw my father be a father to the fatherless and take care of me and my family God is good he's good all the time and he is always deserving our trust and he takes care of his children no matter what God bless and I hope that was a blessing to you bye bye We hope you enjoyed this episode of A God Thing. Please be sure to tap the subscribe button, leave us a review, and share this episode with your friends and family. Again, if you have a story of divine intervention, we want to hear from you. Give us a call and leave a voicemail recording at 844-504-3473. Or you can visit our website and send us an audio file by visiting www.agodthing.org. 
stay tuned for the next episode coming to you soon. Take care out there, and please know that God is always with you.